This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 533 of Shudders Inc., what could be a very loose episode. This is Bruce Williams from Shudders Inc. And short. And short. ShuddersIncPodcast.com, and that there is Mr. Glenn Lavender from (laughs) CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. How are you? And uh, yeah, good. And thanks for coming, everyone. And uh, talk to you next two weeks' time. <laughs> yeah, you've probably heard all the sensible stuff already. <laughs> you, already you only reminded me we were recording four minutes before start time, so yeah. we've actually done less less than our normal research. Tonight. Yeah. So, if our normal episodes are crap, imagine how bad this one's going to be. Uh, it just occurred to me I haven't even sent you the stuff that I've put together, so. Probably. I'm glad you've got stuff. I've got Probably. no stuff. I'm stuff free. Right. I've got to find the chat window for Skype now. Hey, do you want to do something bizarre, though? What's that? I took some photos this week. No. I know, right? It's what were be you like thinking? Yeah. Well, I wasn't, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and? Uh, well, I always, do, I always do, like, the kid's birthday portrait on their birthday. Or the day. Usually I do, yes. like, the last day yes. of whatever year it may be. So if the yep. 14 going on 15, yep. um, I'd do yeah, the last day of 14 portrait. Yeah. Well, last day of portrait, 14, I don't know, I was feeling crap or something. <laughs> didn't do it. First day of 15 didn't do. About a month after 15, finally <laughs> thought we better, better get it done. Uh, I know, where, where did we even shoot? Oh, sorry, we went down to Footscray. Kid had, the kid had um, curriculum day on Monday. Right. Yeah, so... So get this. So what my, the hell is uh, curriculum sure day? I, uh, also, when they don't have teachers, there's a student free day at school. <laughs> right. I don't know. Two last episode was one of my kids homesick. Do you remember? Oh, I don't recall. I think, I think it's hard to know because they've been homesick. So my youngest has been home seriously unwell. Been home. She went to school Monday week ago. Lasted a couple of hours. Picked her up and was home. For from all that week and four of the five days the week after. Yikes. Went back to school for a day, got sick again. Oh, what? And has been off the last four days and will be off tomorrow. So of the last three weeks, she's been home 14 working days of them. Wow. Wow. And add into that then curriculum. No, I think the one day, the one day the kid went to school... <laughs> Was the day they had a curriculum day? I had the other kid. <laughs> so it's is, been about eight weeks, I reckon, since I've had a day without the kids. Is your youngest yeah. one happy at the school? Oh, loves the school. Oh, no, she's been seriously sick. So she started oh. off with, um, she had a bit of a cold. Okay. That's fair enough. Who cares? Woke her up to, uh, to take the send to school and she just couldn't get her up, and that's really unusual. Send her to school anyway, because that's what parents do. Yeah. And then got the oh, got in in first aid with uh, upset stomach, upset stomach, upset stomach. Oh, typical. Went down there, picked her up, was fine, you know. Yeah. Took her swimming that evening and was fine. <laughs> Woke up the next morning with tonsillitis, really bad tonsillitis, Yowch. and um, could hardly couldn't you know, couldn't swallow, could just crying in pain. Wow. So she had tonsillitis for a couple of days. Went to the docs. Here, tonsillitis. Here's a medication. Couple of days into tonsillitis, yeah. my my gums hurt. My gums really, really, really hurt. Got these mouth ulcers inside her mouth. 
Right. Uh, so, so she can't bite, she can't chew, and she can't swallow because of the because of the tonsillitis. So now she's got mouth ulcers and tonsillitis. So, so gingivitis, by the sounds of things. No, no mouth ulcers. Okay. Ulcers. Yeah, right. Actual big pussy, big, big lump, lumpy ulcers, and yeah. So you could, have, and then she got gingivitis oh, on top of the tonsillitis, on top of the bloody <laughs> the oh, thing. Jeez. And then finally got just well. Went back to school for a day, came home with a really bad cold, and that's just coughing her lungs out. Just because I hear it down there into the house, all just coughing, yeah, coughing, right. coughing. has been home all week, sick. So it's like, so I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of them. <laughs> I've had enough, and it's just constant cough, 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 yeah, cough, right. cough. So really sick kid. And then the other one, yeah, said did the did the fifteen portrait. So I got a couple of shots yep. in, and then we, then we went out for dumplings. So there was at least one highlight this week, uh, not the photos, the dumplings. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's been a while since I've shot, so it was kind of felt. I don't know. If it felt weird. It didn't feel weird. It didn't feel like oh, I've got how to do it. But it feel, it did really it feel, feel like nice to pick paint. up the camera again? No. Oh really? Didn't oh. feel didn't feel anything. Really. Oh. Didn't feel good, didn't feel bad. Okay. Just felt, you know, I don't know. You've asked a carpenter if you, if you picked up a hammer for the first time in six months, would it, oh, I've got a hammer? Probably not. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a tool. Just, yeah. yeah. I don't know. When, when, uh, I, when I did the shoot with Tegan a couple of months ago now, the steampunk shoot, it was, I don't know, it just felt really good to be doing a creative shoot again. Oh, you probably enjoy again. photography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. There is that. <laughs> you probably have. Yeah, you're doing it. You're doing because you love it and you and you want to do it. Yeah. 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 Yep. True. That's not me. Yeah. That's, that's not me. <laughs> so 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 I did take some photos and they came out okay. So it was pretty good. Trying to get a 15 year old with surly attitude to get a photograph that's even half decent. That was a freaking challenge. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. yeah. So and then, then I put a little play around with some AI this week as well. Oh, so, okay. Uh, yeah, oh, tell, you're tell me you're not in, getting into mid journey like Jeff Foster. <laughs> I did some mid-journey stuff, yeah, and uh, and right. yeah, typed typed in a couple of words and got a few things come up and it was like, oh well, that's it. I'm done now. I've done it. I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> Been there, done um, that. Got the t-shirt. But, <laughs> yeah, so that that was uh, it was it was um, interesting. Yeah, I was just thinking through the image of uh, of what I what I came up with. Oh, there okay. There we are. Sent through to you just there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, what was, all, all what was your input variable? It was just like straight jacket, none. <laughs> yes, right. horror. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a, a nun in a straight jacket looking horrible. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> pretty, pretty, uh, pretty for those, for but, those uh, who are not up to speed on mid-journey, yes. it's basically this AI engine that you can throw a couple of keywords at and it will generate artwork that reflects those keywords. Would that yeah. be an accurate description? That's pretty good, yeah. yeah. And then people can, you can then you can upscale it and it gets higher and higher quality the more people who sort of vote on it. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't aware I of that, of, that aspect. From what I could kind of gather, yeah. And, yeah, so the, resolu- yeah, the, the detail and resolution starts to kind of pick up and improve and things like that. Right, but, uh, right. So, but you only get this limited free trial and you've got to try and think of something smart to you know, kind of write and then it's like, oh, I don't know what to do and... 
and then I give then you give up. You know. So, so after the free trial, what does it cost to be involved? I think it's like ten dollars a month or something. Okay. Know? So it's not too. Which is like if you're into bad. it, it's okay. You yeah. Know? That's that's just yeah, moderate moderate price. You know. Yeah. Right. Um, I did. I also sent it to another one here as well, and uh, this one was uh, Mars Storm. Uh, yeah, it just came through now. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So nice. It's, and that's yeah, that's it's pretty clever yeah yeah i guess uh and some of the stuff people come out with is really quite amazing so yeah obviously it's it's yeah they're doing pretty good stuff but, yeah so but what is it though where's where's the satisfaction in for it? the audience who have not heard of jeff foster jeff is a, a guy that i met in my days working with lynda.com uh just oh, jeff, is that who he is? yeah jeff was also an author with lynda uh back in the early I he was 90s. my friend <laughs> I said, yeah, I can't believe Bruce keeps tagging himself on my stuff. Yeah, my, my, I thought I thought he worked for Tamron. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, Jeff's background is um, uh, not. At, I'm, I was going to say animated graphics. That's not the motion graphics. Uh, so he does motion graphics for video. That was his background. He was a, an After Effects specialist oh, uh, then he got right into the whole drone thing and you know he he friended me on facebook when i went over there to record uh my video training for lynda.com and uh and then it's he, strange he's friends with a whole bunch of friends that i people i know is that right because i think he, he he reached out and became friends with you because i told him about our podcast oh, and yeah. it's probably then just friended more people from there so <laughs> Yeah, but Jeff has been on this whole mid-journey thing for probably a month now. My whole Facebook feed is full of all the different things that he's been feeding into mid-journey. And, uh, he's got some good stuff. Oh, it's been some great stuff, yeah. Uh, blows me away just what this AI can come up with, you know, based on yeah. a few keywords of input, yeah. Yeah, very, so. very, very. But, but I, don't, I don't know how it's rewarding, no, I guess it's like any new fad, you know, everyone goes through yeah, it. And... I mean, as a hobby, it can't, it can't be a thing that'll work as a... Well, I can't see it being exciting as a hobby. I can see how it's got business applications. Yeah, totally. If you need some, if you need a background or something interesting for a, behind, to go behind a product, you don't want to pay an artist for it. Yep. You know, graphic design, all that sort of stuff, and you can just throw yep. 20 bucks at an AI to come out with 20 different options or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. And the but, ad agency but, will still charge the client a couple of thousand dollars for the privilege. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, but but I don't I don't know where the satisfaction yeah. is. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's like asking somebody else to go out and photograph an object yeah. and give it to, give you the photograph. Okay. So you get the photo, but it's somebody else's interpretation of the thing you wanted to see. Yeah, not exactly yeah. what you had in mind, but maybe close enough. Yeah. yeah. Can you go take a photo of the Eiffel Tower at sunset for me? You know, and yeah, sure, <laughs> I can do that because I'm in, I'm in Paris, I'll do that for you and I'll send, you, I'll send it to you. Yeah. But it's never going to, I don't know, it's not going to have any personal value to you, I wouldn't have thought. No. So, yeah, yeah interesting just, concept. And but brilliant what it does. I mean, oh, it's, it's, totally. It's, it's, it's spankingly good. Yeah. And it, I hope Jeff doesn't listen to this podcast because he <laughs> probably assumes I know who he is. <laughs> but I thought I did. That's, a, that's an even scarier part. So I thought I did. You know? Right. So, um, Jeff, 
<laughs> I'm just joking. All those last couple of minutes, all just bullshit. Oh, of course, I knew who you were. I was, I was just judge Bruce. I was trying to make Bruce get confused. That's all it was. That sounds believable, doesn't it? <laughs> You'll just you can just edit out the bits me saying me being unsure. That's, That's okay. right. That'll, yeah. <laughs> of course, because I never listen to the podcast, I can just trust you. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Right. I, can just, I can just trust you. Yes, that's been my, my, my imaging exercises for the last couple of weeks. Is, Excellent. Uh, yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, oh, cool. no, I, no, I didn't. I edited a couple of photos from India yesterday as well because I was bored. Oh, okay. Nice. Not really. They were not that good. But, um, <laughs> but I did it anyway. <laughs> I think I liked one of them on Instagram or Facebook, one or the other. Oh, no, but they're still just, they're just photos. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing special about them. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Yeah. so and yourself, you, 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 you've drunk a fair few whiskeys tonight. Are you I, okay? I've, I've had. Do, about, do you need a man hug? Do you need, do you need no, a no, Skype hug? No, I'm okay. I just it just okay. felt like a couple of whiskeys, so I've had three. <laughs> a couple of three. Hello. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. okay, as long as, as, long as, you, as long, you know, I've, I've got your back. Yeah, I'm here for you if you need to talk. Excellent. Thank you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Adam was putting up, my mate Adam was putting stuff up on Facebook today about how many, how many men commit suicide. So, I did know, see I that. Least, you know, ask, I saw that. I should at least ask the question of you, you know. Uh, and just in, just in case you are feeling a bit down, he left his phone number there. Call in. <laughs> 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 Call someone who cares. <laughs> Look, I saw your phone number on Facebook. I thought I'd give you a chat. Three AM in the morning. No, no, you don't know me. But uh, but, uh, look, I saw saw your number on Facebook, and I thought I'd die. You know, yeah, I'll just have a chat. What's the weather like? (laughs) Three AM in the morning. Yes, I don't think I'd ever put put my face, my 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 phone number on Facebook. No, but yeah, anyway. But you're okay. That's the, that's I'm the good. Important. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, still uh, doing the two days a week with the ABC uh, up in Newcastle. And uh, was that yeah. only two days a week? Was it? It is only two days a oh. week uh, at the moment. I expect that maybe Septemberish it oh. might extend a little bit, which would be great. Um, so yeah, so I'm doing two days with uh, them and two days of driving the truck for Coles. And that's my week. Can I just uh, stop? For a I just cancelled my audio recording. Why did you do that? It's deliberate. <laughs> just hit record again on a second file, and I'll stitch them together later. No, because I hit don't save. Oh, so you lost it. I lost it. Oh, okay, we'll hit record from now, and I can just. I just hit record just then. Excellent. You can leave. You can leave this in the podcast because that'll be funny. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious, and, be, you know, and you know what? Be uh, unsurprised. <laughs> <laughs> the level of competence is uh, is low. <laughs> so this is what Bruce has to put up with people. You know, I don't know. You know I was trying to close down this some, a, a messenger thing from Apple because right. they had a photo. I hit close. And it said, do you want to save this? I thought, well, maybe somehow I edited the, the, the photo. So I said, no, I don't want to save it. <laughs> then it says, wave file, blah, blah, blah. No, what are you closing that down for? <laughs> so that went well, you know. Uh, so that's, a, that's, that's like my life at the moment, you know. <laughs> Since 2005... 
Shutters Inc. has been a labor of love, but beyond the time required to produce it, there is also a financial commitment. If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now back to the podcast. I did. I did. I did buy. This is fascinating stuff. I did buy a um, firewood log storage cabinet today. <laughs> It was on half price special. Yeah, it's hard to not been half price right. special. What was it made of? It's metal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like this metal circle with shelves to put your kindling on one side and your big logs on the other side. Oh, okay. Right. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I took a photo of it. See, I took more photos. See, I was, I'll send it through. You can use it for the cover, cover of the episode. Excellent. There we go. It'll be brilliant. That. That's what we need. There we go. Don't done well so i've been practicing my hydro dipping uh which is not going very well at the moment uh why because i'm not enough hydro or too much dipping yeah i have no idea i've got to get the technique right so um yeah we'll get there eventually remind me remind me just pretend i know just for the sake of your laughs and and giggles yeah. pretend i've got some idea what you're talking about okay and or no idea of what you're talking about yeah. i should say and explain it to me again so hydro dipping is this <laughs> process where no 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 what are you doing <laughs> what are you dipping i'm dipping oh it's the car plas- plas- it's the car panels, panels from the there car you go. yeah they, they, they so go I, the, I, I, inside I the door there. yeah there you go, the wooden ones. <laughs> they're meant to be wooden. They're made of plastic, but they're meant to look like wood. Yes, that's them. So I still uh, think you should make some new ones actually out of wood. <laughs> it might be. Get some balsa wood. It might be quicker and, and easier. <laughs> <laughs> it might actually work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's so. been going wrong with the process? What's, what's the... Well, part of it might have been, and, and I stress the might have been because I don't know for sure... <laughs> Might have been the fact that I was trying to dip 24 hours after having primed the plastic, where I finally sat down and read the instructions on the primer, and it said uh, maximum adhesion occurs within five to seven days. So uh. I've, I've now, you know, sanded them back, primed them again, and I'm leaving them for, so don't for five to days. Go, call that guy who was wrecking the car and say, do you have any more? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so they're not wrecked. I can reuse the same pieces. Oh. Yeah, so how lucky uh, is that? But it meant having to sand them back to sand off the failed paint attempt, and then oh, recoat them with primer, and now leave them for five days. So it might have been that, or could have been it might general have, incompetence, or it might have been general incompetence. So the process is that you've got the film, which has got the the pattern or the design on it, and yeah. you. You need a body of water that is big enough so that you can dip your product in there at a 45-degree angle. You need the water to be at 35 degrees centigrade. Uh, So so there might have been a water temperature issue, although I don't think so because I did have a thermometer, so I think the water temperature... Yeah, but but, uh, did you check your your, your different thermoclines? What? Your different thermoclines. It's not that deep. (laughs) Well, as you know, it's not 33 down the bottom and 35 at the top. <laughs> it's a couple of inches deep, mate. It's not like 50 feet. I'm just thinking, you know, I'm trying to problem solve for so, you, dude, and you're laughing with so the original. So you lay the yeah. film on the water. 
you have to leave the film on the water for about 60 seconds to absorb water. And it does this weird thing where the film... So it's like when you do those temporary tattoos. Kind of. The film actually physically expands on the surface of the water for about 10, 15 seconds, and then it contracts back to its original size. It's really trippy to watch. And after it's contracted back to its original size, you then spray on what's called an activator, and the activator Hmm. dissolves the... Activates it? It activates it. It dissolves the plastic backing that's on the film, right? And once the activator has done its thing... Activated. Yeah, and the backing has dissolved, you can then dip your product because all you've got is ink in its right position as the pattern floating on water. And so you then dip your product Uh, in and it just, you know, coats around the complex curves of whatever it is that you're dipping. So the, the other potential issues are that I sprayed too little activator or too much activator, and I think it might have been too little. And it might have been that I didn't get my timing right, so I didn't wait long enough before I dipped. Or you you waited too long. Or I waited too long. Uh, Again, I think I didn't, didn't wait long enough. So because of the one piece of plastic that I accidentally broke... Uh, into two pieces, yeah. I broke the biggest piece into another two pieces. So I now have three guinea pigs that I can use over and over again until I get the process God. right. <laughs> and it's less to sand down, I guess, too, isn't it? Yeah, so I've got these three short this pieces that are about, you know, 10, 15 centimetres long that I can use to hone the process once I've nailed the process and you know understand the quantity of activator and got my timings right and all that and i get a successful outcome then i've got my four real pieces that i can then go ahead and dip so yeah man we we live and learn (laughs) man i would have just got someone on fiverr.com and made them do it for me That would that have worked, wouldn't it? Well, just just get in touch with Alibaba. They make everything. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, so that's been process, my... Uh, that's Yeah, exactly. That's been my week. So, yeah. Uh, surprised. No wonder you need a whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, you got any uh, photography stories to talk about? Well, I did just see quickly in the in the two minutes uh, whilst I was waiting to log in mm-hmm. on research, I did that Nikon's quarter one, uh, what first quarter uh, pr- uh, imaging products profits yeah are up forty eight percent year on year. Wow, is that because they ditched their um their their you know their SLR business? Well, I guess maybe they had supply. Well, basically, it was year on year, so it's middle of pandemic versus. Yeah, after pandemic, theoretically. Okay. You know, so yep. last year there would have been like factory closures, supply issues, people not out buying as much stuff, all that kind of stuff, I guess. Yeah. But, but they're saying their revenue is nearly matching pre-pandemic results. Right. Which And then, of course, they had their Z9 came out, I think, or actually available, which was a fairly expensive camera and fairly popular. So that's going to yep. bump up the dollars. But yep. that's good news for, for Nikon slash Nikon. Yeah. You know? And the Z9 is a mirrorless, uh, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, I think they're yep. all mirrorless these days. I don't think they're yep. releasing much that's not. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, but that was, that was a bit of good news, though, to see yeah. Yeah, Nicky Nikon doing okay. 
Yep. And that's my entire photography news for the week. Fantastic. So Paul Sutton sent us a couple of things. Uh, One was a link to billwyman.com slash photography. He said, someone you may have heard of. He's not from a well-known band or anything. Uh, So for anyone who doesn't know the name Bill Wyman, he plays in the Rolling Stones. What does he play? He's a bass bass player, isn't he? He's not even a musician, really. (laughs) Can you think about it? You know? (laughs) Okay. I thought, I thought all these photos, photos were out of focus, and then I realised the resolution hadn't come in yet. So, right. yeah, that's uh, actually I think it might be out of focus. I think start, it's it? kind of a deliberate effect on the on the web page. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it looked like vintage nineteen seventies. He's got what's well, he's got, what's he got photos from the nineteen thirties. That's not him. This is true. He's not that old. You wouldn't. Have know Keith well, is. You wouldn't have thought so. Might be his baby pics. <laughs> I mean, you'd be close to 90. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but see, they're photos of him that I'm seeing. So how, how does that make him... How does that... So he, is he not the photographer? What's the story here? Then? Since you've done all the research, oh, tell me, yeah, tell me what's I, the, I what I'm looking at. All the research of copying and pasting Paul's link into the text document. <laughs> well, Paul, we should make our job a lot easier and sort of make, say what we should say. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really asking too much for us to actually be you know, intelligent and smart enough to have actually... Oh, there you go, bass player, it says it right there. I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know what I'm looking at. I've, I've, I've thought I was still on his photography, so, but no, I'm not. It's a bunch of, bunch of photos. I'll give it that. I'm looking at 1981 at the moment. Um, there's a thing that says photography. If we clicked on that, it might, that might help. Won't it? it might help. I somehow ended back up on the like the home page of his website, and then I clicked, ah. clicked on a link, and what I went to wasn't actually part of the photography stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just clicking photography, and nothing's happening. So, yeah. So I've got through to the first section of his photography page, which is Bill Wyman's Rhythm Kings. Uh-huh. What's that? Um, some pretty ordinary photos of some stuff in concert. <laughs> so we're loving it is what you're saying the, the, we're loving the, fir- it. the first image wasn't particularly inspiring and the second image is taking an age to load so well here's here's the thing though Bruce we really don't want to look at good photographers because yeah, that just makes us feel bad about ourselves right so gotcha. yeah I think it's really good of people to send in bad photographers <laughs> websites I mean that could be a challenge make us feel good about ourselves and our shallow egos uh, by showing us really crap photography. But just, just for the listeners, yeah. don't send us our own websites. <laughs> just before you even just... Oh, so, no, some, some, of the, some of the other images in the Rhythm King section are good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, some of well, it seems cool. like it's shot on stage and some of it's not. I, I can't even get it to load, so, so, so I'm just... I'm, yeah, I'm it's up. very hit and miss for me as well. Some of the images oh. load straight away, and some of them take ages. Go and look at it yourself, folks. And yeah, absolutely. You two can sit and watch nothing load for a while. That's right. <laughs> and the other link that Paul Did sent he send us, us another link? He sent us another link. He said, I know it's possibly a bit late for the show. However, here is the catalogue. And this was the catalogue for the Michaels uh, Family mm-hmm. Camera Store auction, uh, yeah. which went part one. on in value. Oh, part one, is it? Right. Yeah. Uh, on invaluable.com. 
Uh, I've not had a chance to look at what was there, but yes, we are indeed a couple of days too late because this actually uh, went to auction two days ago as we're recording this. So it'll be five days ago by the time the podcast comes out. But they are definitely, um, uh, so it's only part one of their sales. So um, right, expect expect more, I guess, going right. forward. So what sort of stuff were they auctioning? Well, they were the world's greatest mu- uh, photographic museum, so it's full of thousands and thousands of of incredible cameras, like gold Leicas and gold Hasselblads and oh, yeah, okay. gold everything and you know, moon cameras and you, all sorts New of that. or that have been huge. like coming from deceased estates and things like that. No, 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 no. Like that, that over the hundred odd years they were in business, they collected cameras. Hang on, and are we talking about Invaluable.com or are we talking about Michaels? Michaels. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, so Michaels had the world, one of the world's greatest camera um, museums oh, in their store. Right. And they offered the entire thing to the State Library of Victoria, and they said, nah, thanks. What? And they offered it to another, another museum, and they said, ah, nah, thanks. So they said, oh, we'll just sell them. You're kidding. So they're selling them yeah, to everybody. Wow. So, yeah. Because they had a bricks and mortar store, right? Yeah, the oldest running one in Australia, yeah. Right. And uh, am I right in remembering that they were closing down because they were in financial strife? No, they just closed down because the um, uh, Peter Michael, the current uh, CEO, wanted to retire. His kids wanted to do other things. Right. So we just said, we'll just close it down. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they closed the whole thing down. Wow. Just because they wanted to and sacked all those poor staff members. Yeah, right. So so yeah, the family doesn't doesn't um, doesn't miss out, but uh, you know a whole bunch of people lose their jobs and stuff. So yeah, right. And not near the place, not near the camera stores for them to go to to work at these days. So no, no. Not sure what happened there. Right. But, yeah, but they did have a fabulous museum. They, yeah, most of their entire second floor was just full of cameras, and that was only a small amount of what was on display, you know? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so. unfortunately, I'm, I'm having a, a rough time getting that link to open as well, so I don't that know That link doesn't work for me either, so that just goes to the front page of Invaluable. Ah, how bizarre. All right, I will see if uh, I can that find was, a um, OMC. link. Sorry? OMC did how bizarre. <laughs> the song how bizarre how bizarre yeah, yeah Otmar's Millionaires Club what's Otmar that's what OMC said and, and Otmar that's in the, the lead singer died in a car crash oh okay right yeah there's history lessons now as well musical yeah, history lessons there you go uh, get it all ish. on this podcast people and you might right. not want it but you get so, it yeah, there you go so I found a couple of stories just before we started Did recording. Uh, and the first one I grabbed... In, the, in, in those few minutes? Yeah. Between whiskies? Yeah, that's it. In between the whiskies. <laughs> I, I grabbed this one because I felt like it was kind of related to the story that we had about Nikon in the last episode about them, you know, ceasing production of DSLRs. This is Panasonic reported to be dumping their low-end models to target professional photographers and filmmakers which seem like i can see the filmmakers but i don't see the photographers 
Right. So you think they're going to go more video than anything else? Well, it's been they've been, they've been known for a very long time for their video side of their cameras. So yeah. a lot of vloggers, yeah. video loggers, is that what they call them? Vloggers, <laughs> video loggers. Yes. Um, <laughs> video loggers. They, they a lot of them use Panasonic cameras. Right. So they've been very popular for a very long time. Um, Things like uh, the GH cameras, right? The GH four, GH yeah. five. Yep. Yeah, G eights and all the other all the stuff. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I just don't see it as a, that many photographers. But who knows, they might come out with something amazing, but yeah, yeah. I don't see it. Or, or More it likely, might, or the bottom, end, the bottom end's just, got no profit. might be that it's just a little bit cheaper to get into than your, you know, your, your bigger brands like Sony, Canon and Nikon, and therefore they might actually... Not if you, just, don't, make, not if you don't make very many of them, it's not. Yeah, true, true. Uh, and, yeah... Um, yeah their low end stuff just obviously doesn't make any money. So what's the point of making that anyway? Yeah, it's probably what they're really. They're, it's probably it's probably their justification for killing off. They're trying to make it sound positive, well, but the reality is, hey, we're losing money hand over fist selling this stuff. So let's just not bother. Well, I think you know, as we've acknowledged in the past, you know, the the bottom end of the camera market is just completely, you know, annihilated by the smartphone yeah. market. You know, yeah. The, you know, your smartphone does a, a perfectly adequate job, and I would argue today on a comparable level to what you get out of your low-end cameras. Well, um, you can argue all you like, mate. I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next story I've got was I, this, this was a bit of a feel-good one, so I, I thought I'd throw Ooh, this in. What's it doing on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this company turns discarded fishing nylon into fantastic camera backpacks. I uh, called bull. Why? Where they're finding enough fishing line? Well, apparently to make enough eight, bags. Eight million pieces of plastic get dumped into the ocean every day. Yeah, that's not fishing line though. No, but there's probably a lot of fishing <laughs> line amongst <laughs> that. Yeah, okay. So we've got enough for four bags this week, people. But it's not, only, it's not only fishing line that they use. Ah, oh, so basically it's made out of recycled Coca-Cola bottles. So, yeah, so pretty much all kinds of plastics that, that that are retrieved from the ocean that are obviously compatible with with whatever process they're using, they are then, you know, recycling and turning into backpacks for camera gear, which I thought, well, at least... You know, here's someone trying to do something a little bit proactive for the environment, uh, trying to reduce the impact of the plastic waste in our oceans. Um, I thought it was a good story. They're called surfers. They're making it it out of carpets. Yeah, where did I see? So they're making it out of carpets. If they're coming out of the ocean, what are the people putting carpets in the ocean for? (laughs) Yeah. Do you know you know you can get vegan ca- vegan camera bags? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so he, 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 so just because I, I thought okay, look, they're not the first people to make camera bags out of recycled plastics. I'm not sure why it's. I'm, I'm going to kill you. I'm killing the vibe of your good news story. You, you are. <laughs> so I thought I'd just Google up. I thought I'd just Google up. You know, uh, recycled camera bags. And uh, there's an there's advert here. These are the best eco-friendly, vegan, and ethical camera bags and accessories. Right. Okay, so let's so, have a look so here. So in the Wakes story, camera bag. it says, yeah. other there's, than there's infamous fishing nets, nylon for econal, 
that's the brand or the product name, also comes from items like carpets and industrial Carpet. plastic. Yeah. yeah, so in other words, they're just going to factory. They're not, getting, they're not going down and picking that fishing line out of the bloody... The, uh, uh, unfettering a whale from a fishing net and then something like that into a camera bag. <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking, if that's, if that's their business model, it's, yeah, it's, it's not... Hey, <laughs> you're searching far and wide, and it's a very finite amount of you know, all power to them. But, but here, there's a German-Australian sustainable brand, Wakes, W-A-Y-K-S, produces modern and minimalist travel and camera backpacks for the conscious traveller. Uh, they're made from recycled pet bottles, so Coke. Right. Um, so there's one. Who so else that's, we got? A, that's another that. company that's in competition with this mob. Then there's Wondered. I think I think to be in the recycled uh, market, you've got to spell your name stupidly. So <laughs> Wondered is W-A-N-D-R-D. Uh, produces back travel backpacks, sling bags, and camera straps that are functional, stylish, and built to last. Using long-lasting materials such as ballistic nylon and weather-resistant YKK zippers, uh, or doesn't say what's made out of bloody camera bags out of out of uh, collar bottles though. Yeah, so then also we've got here we've got Camret K A M R E T E. They might be the vegan ones. I don't know, I didn't bother looking because the name was too stupid. <laughs> uh, Sans Beast camera strap. For style-conscious vegan photographers, the Sans Beast Vanilla Recollect camera strap. Oh, my God, people. And I wonder why the world's ending. I'm telling you. Here we go. Ethnotech. E-T-H-N-O-T-E-K camera backpack. Social enterprise Ethnotech produces a slow fashion... <laughs> slow fashion... <laughs> This is like slow cooking. A slow fashion range of colourful travel backpacks, laptop bags and camera bags and accessories that feature handmade textiles from artisans in India, Vietnam and other developing nations. Aren't that, isn't that where all... Is it what? Is this what we're calling sweatshops now? Yeah. Handmade textiles from artisans. <laughs> Just go on. I mean, you can fool me once, but you fool me a third time and I've been fooled too many times. There's something like that. Um, yeah. Kelly Moore yeah, camera yeah. tote bag. <laughs> it was a ground truth. Responsibly manufactured by Blue Design, certified in global recycled standard manufacturers, Ground Tooth's RIKR range camera bag is one of the most sustainable on the market. Built for durability, the bag is made from regenerated fibre, sourced from 100% recycled pet bottles. Oh, there you go. So that's another one. The bag contains 25 upcycled plastic bottles and comes in a biodegradable Casafar packaging that's, and is carbon neutral. There's, a, there's some competition. Crumpler. Even our old mates at Crumpler has been, been producing camera bags since 95. There's an office in Berlin. Uh, there's nothing. Oh, that's, that's not even vegan friendly, that one. That's just bloody Crumpler. Um, personalised camera bag you can get one with the name on it doesn't say if it's a vegan it could say the personalisation could be I'm a vegan <laughs> I'm a recycled vegan it could say it there you are so there's quite a few available Bruce right <laughs> so what's your next what's your next study good uh, good story you want to try oh, oh, oh here's another one Earth U-R-T-H <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> so my last story 
And I'm a bit dubious yeah. about this one. Um, oh, I'd be scared about putting it up the, too. Uh, <laughs> the title is You Think James Webb is Powerful? One oh. billion dollar giant Magellan telescope will have 4x higher resolution. Now, the reason I am dubious about this particular story is because halfway through the blog post are two images. One yes. low-res that purports to be from the James Webb and one high-res yeah. that appears to be from the giant Magellan telescope, which hasn't been I built these yet. Are, I think these are proposed images, what they think it's going to look like. Of course, they're obviously not taking an actual James Webb image because that doesn't look anything like any of the photos I've seen from James Webb. Yeah. Uh, and the giant Magellan one's got all these funny rings on it. Well, I reckon, like I, I reckon the image that's labelled as Giant Magellan is probably off James Webb, and the one that's labelled James nah, Webb is one that, that they've just downgraded yeah. from that. Nah, because the, 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 the one that's Giant Magellan's got, see, around all the stars, it's got these weird yes. circles. Yeah, I saw it's that. Just, it's just a computer. You know what it is? It's bloody AI. <laughs> what would it look like if I had? <laughs> yes. There you go. And it's going to be shooting through the Earth's atmosphere. So it's it's can't. Yes, you know, exactly. Because the the uh, the giant Magellan will be a land based telescope. But I tell you, it's going to have a twenty five point four meter mirror. Right. Which is pretty impressive. That's 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 a hundred foot wide telescope mirror. That's pretty impressive. How does that compare with Arecibo when Arecibo was functioning? Yeah, but that wasn't that was a radio telescope, wasn't it? I don't know. I think you'll find it's an, a uh, that was a radio telescope, so ah. it makes no difference, Bruce. Right? It's like <laughs> it's like it's like there's difference between radio and television, Bruce. One you can see stuff, one you can only hear stuff. I would have thought, being in audio, you'd know these things. <laughs> The total light collecting area of 368 square meters will deliver images sharp enough to resolve the torch engraved on a dime from nearly over 99 miles away. Wow. And the telescope mount is 39 metres tall and weighs 2,100 tonnes. Wow. Well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, though, I, if you're holding up a dime 99 miles, 160 kilometres away, I mean, that's a lot of magnification. How are you going to hold that dime steady enough to be able to read it? Exactly. This is total bullshit. How do they know? It's, that's theoretical. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, I just yeah, uh, and and surely that doesn't include what would it be like with air? You know, it's like on a hot day. You look at hundred feet down the yeah. road, you see swirly swirly yeah. air. Exactly. You tell me, looking through one hundred and sixty kilometres of it, it's not going <laughs> to. It's not going to get any you know, better. Sometimes, you get that, sometimes, you, sometimes <laughs> that that glow that that haze kind of magnifies stuff. Okay, that's what they're relying on right. the magnification <laughs> of the heat wave to make the the torch look bigger on the dime. Right. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll believe it when we see it, Bruce. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Fabulous. Right. Well, there we go. Oh, that was a brilliant That's, episode. Oh, oh, that was just class A that podcasting. Just, That's that was. That is up there with. Uh, <laughs> if we did, if we ever do like a, a bottom a bottom ten uh, of uh, yeah, this will be number one. Can, can you fit 50, 550 episodes into that though, Bruce? This is, this is, this is the question. You have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom, bottom ten, but it's ten point ninety nine, ten point ninety eight, We could fit them all in there if we tried. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and listen to my kid cough. Excellent. <laughs> 
<laughs> Joy and joys. And, right. um, and we'll resume this fabulous conversation in two weeks. Yes, when I will be sober. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't advise it. listening. Oh, mate, take See care. Ya. Bye, everyone. Bye. You've been listening to Shudders Inc. For questions, comments, and feedback, email theboys at shuddersincpodcast.com. Thank you.